Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across the Faith FM network. Right across Australia, wherever you are. It is The Breakfast Show with the Double L team filling in for Mon. Positively different radio in the morning with Lyle and Lawson. Great to have you on the show, Lawson. What are you thankful for on today's, well, kind of in Newcastle cloudy day, but hey... <laughs> Who knows what it is, where you are, and when you are. What are you thankful for today? I am thankful that I recently uh, had a lifestyle change or started a new diet, whatever you want to call it. I've recently gone vegan, and I'm letting everyone out there know because they can keep me accountable. Okay, to if, you, it if, if you're going to if you're going to if you're going <laughs> to you're going to keep this up, up Lawson, it's going to have to be a lifestyle change yeah. rather than a diet. Okay, so you're going to yeah. have to think. You've got to. you got to. You got to. You got to visualize yourself as a lifestyle yeah. change. I I am vegan. Okay. I, vegan, vegan I am. That's right. As yep. of uh, what, breakfast? Um, yeah, like <laughs> yesterday. Okay. okay. Actually, it was su- Sunday well, night. actually, we have no idea when it was because of the delayed broadcast. Well, yeah, we're, we're not anywhere. Lawson could have been vegan we're, for a week or a month or three days. We don't know. We're lost in time. Yes. But we know where we are because we're here and it's currently the, the 25th. For us, it's the 25th of September. It's a Tuesday. But if you're not listening to us on the 25th of September or on a Tuesday, then... You listen to the delayed broadcast and you need to get with the show. Hey, we had some uh, a bunch of our transmitters that's flipped over to the live show just recently. Amazing. So, welcome to all you guys. Uh, no, you can't hear us right now. But uh, if you want to hear the live show, then get on to Faith FM. Write them a letter. Um, lobby them and you might be able to get the live show in your area. In the meantime, this is what you do. You go to faithfm.com.au and you press play. Do that on your mobile device or even on your mobile device. A better way is to use the TuneIn app, TuneIn radio app. Search for Faith FM Australia. Get the free version and you will be able to listen to Faith FM anywhere in the world at the press of a button with a perfect signal, which is great. Well, sometimes, sometimes our signal, you know, you sort of drive away from it and it gets weak and it's like, oh, I was right in the middle of that. Yeah. Well, you'll never be. You can just simply run your uh, your mobile device. You can run it through your car stereo. You can run it through your truck stereo. You can run it through your train stereo. You, you can, can put run some it through headphones your earpiece. In. You can put uh, your earpiece underneath your earmuffs if you're working in a workshop and you don't like what's being played on the radio there. You can listen to it in your tractor or your bulldozer or your excavator or whatever kind of uh, vehicle it is that you're in. You can listen to it in your tank if you want to hey there you go if you own a tank give us a call um but you can't do that because this is the delayed broadcast <laughs> yeah that's right there's the problem but if you do listen via the tuning app in a tank we would love to hear from you definitely <laughs> very much so anyway have a great day guys we love your company in the morning we're going to be back in a moment with uh, some more great news and programming right after this
You're listening to Barlow Girl. You led me here on Faith FM. And as we get into today's show, we have a quiz to get us started with. What have you got for us there, Lawson? Yes, we do. We have a what book am I quiz. So there you go. There's already one in 66. So that really slims it down. Mm -hmm. Um, But here, the first clue is, again, this is a what book am I? And the first clue is, my last verse reads, I will plant Israel in their own land, never again to be uprooted, says the Lord your God. Okay, I know what testament that's in. Yeah. So that narrows it down a little bit further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to need further clues to be able to find that one. For sure. It's a little bit obscure, hey. Yeah, if you know the answer, 1-800-324-843 is the number and you get double prizes. So 0491-064-669 if you want to send in a text message. And uh, double prizes available uh, whatever I can't figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, so that's a that's a that's definitely obscure. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and but I should say a, a very special welcome this morning. Yes, to a whole bunch of uh, listeners who are now listening to the live show for the first time or mm-hmm. the second time. We I think we were on yesterday, so we have uh, our live show has expanded to a whole bunch of uh, new transmitters. And so, if you are listening to the live show this morning, you listen to the radio, and it is Tuesday, the twenty fifth of September. You have crossed across. You have moved across to the uh, live show, and uh, yeah, feel free to give us a call, jump on the phone, participate in the program, and um, and, and 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 be blessed. We, sure. we we would love to hear from you. Um, and of course, if you are listening to the delayed broadcast, if it is not Tuesday, the twenty fifth of September, then. Jump onto Faith FM, lobby them, give them a hard time, push them, <laughs> go on their website, send them emails, and uh, tell them that you want to have the live show available in your area. See what they can do. Yep. I really want to get that live show out there. All right. So, and a special welcome also to uh, Coffs Coast. Um, several transmitters coming online mm. on the uh, Coffs Coast in uh, the last couple of days. So, yeah, big shout out to everybody, Coffs Harbour region. Um, welcome to Faith FM if you are listening for the first time. Okay, Lawson, what have we got for positively different news in the morning? All right, Lyle, mm-hmm. would you say that you've got your summer body ready? My summer body is always ready. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah. <laughs> See, for, for my people summer, here. My, like summer <laughs> body, my summer body is, uh, the, uh, is my... Is my winter body in a t-shirt <laughs> and shorts? Well, yeah, because you know, Lyle, Lyle's got the metabolism of the you know the speed of light. Uh, <laughs> he's just <laughs> dropping weight on the regular. Um, but for us, um, I guess less fortunate in that department. Um, you know, not not saying that I like put on crazy. I'm, I don't like have a thyroid condition or anything. No. But I, I have a. Uh, my, I think my body type's like a mesomorph where it's like if I eat right, like if I consistently eat right and, and you know, exercise, you know, fairly moderately, I'll lose weight. Okay. But if then if I start to eat unhealthily and, you know, not do anything, I'll gain weight. Yep. Like it's very immediate. So mm-hmm. it's like a yo-yo kind so of you thing. You go between the six pack and the one pack. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. What, have you, what, what are you what are you sporting at the moment there, dude, Six pack I, got, one pack? I got the fat one pack, dude. You got the one pack going. Yeah, <laughs> it is winter. Been, but... been working hard on that one all winter, right? Oh yeah, dude. Been been killing it. <laughs> but, so yes, but this is this is actually crazy. Um, a new study shows that weight loss can be boosted fivefold thanks to novel mental imagery techniques. You just went completely over my head. Novel mental imagery techniques. So, so essentially, um, the new, this new study shows that visualization may be a huge contributor for successful weight loss. Um, mm-hmm. Overweight people who used 
a new motivational um, intervention called functional imagery training lost an average of five times more than those using, you know, just talking therapy alone. Okay, so uh, think thin and you become thin kind of thing. Yeah, that that kind of thing. It's um, it's actually really cool um, that, yeah, it's in the study they found that not only, you know, during the test period did the people lose weight, but afterwards as well they continued to lose weight um, because of just this whole mental shift hmm. that they went through. Um, the difference between, because, you know, on one side they have the functional imagery training and then they were comparing that against just motivational interviewing in general. Okay, I, I have a question here. All right, so, okay. so, so you start okay. to, uh, and, and maybe I'm missing something, but you start to think thin, right? So mm-hmm. mental image you have a mental image of yourself being thin mm. do you combine that with lifestyle change or you just just do you think that way and you just lose weight well this is the crazy thing about the study um is that they gave the participants you know that were doing the functional imagery training no advice on lifestyle like no dietary advice no mm-hmm. exercise advice just the whole mental image thing mm-hmm. and it gives you the motivation to sort of seek that out yourself because it's you know no it's not just think thin thin and then you become thin you know you can't just like will it into existence slim. let's say slim 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 is yeah. a better term yeah. because thin is not necessarily healthy yeah yeah you need to be the right size for your body shape you need to be we, we, we're promoting health here yeah yeah, you need to be a healthy person. For sure. And um, yeah, but what they found was that, you know, this this image training actually gave people the motivation to go out and seek and continue to, be, you know, to, to strive to be healthier. Right. Which is yep. which is really awesome because- That I, makes sense. Yeah. Because if it, was just, if it was just all in your head, I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> but it's motivating them. It is, mm. um, they're making those lifestyle changes to become healthy people. Yeah. It, it, because ultimately, you know, when it comes to losing weight, it's, it's um, you know, exercising more and eating less. You know, th- yeah, there's a lot of people here in his office going to look at you, Lawson, and go like, "What is he talking about when he's talking about losing weight for the summer?" Um, because they're going to be super jealous of how much weight that you, you're, you're carrying right now. And they're like, "Why is he talking about this?" <laughs> but man, like, I think honestly, like for my for myself, um, probably like my biggest one of my biggest character flaws that I have is my body image. Like honestly, and this is this is quite surprising okay. to a lot of people. Yep. Um, but yep. I think you know, coming from my motorcycle days, when I was like, you know, when I was racing bikes, I was 175 centimeters and 56 kilos, mm-hmm. and I was like training five hours a day, eating and super salad ripped. and just su- yeah, super ripped. Yeah, because you 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 would burn massive. How much how much energy would you burn through this through the course of a race? Yeah, but not only racing. Like I was. Like when I was back home in my in my you know at my apartment in my hometown in Cartagena, I'm training like five hours a day. I'm mm-hmm. cycling, I'm running, I'm going to the gym, I'm eating so healthy, I'm so strict on myself. And this and is not unusual for people that are competing in that level of motor racing. Because, oh, for sure. Um, the stamina that is required, you know, people think, oh yeah, motor racing that's pretty easy. You're sitting down. No, no, motor <laughs> racing, <laughs> motor racing is just absolutely hammers your body. Mm. Um, and, and you look at, uh, you know, some of the stats, I've done some research on it, you know, with um, Bathurst and this kind of things and people racing V8 supercars and the amount of energy that they burn through the course of a race mm. is just off the clock. Yeah, it's insane. And I think coming from that environment, because it very much like makes your body image competitive, 
Yeah. Like it's, you know, because people are watching you, you know, people are, you, you're constantly putting yourself in display, on display in races that like, oh, this guy, you know, and just how you look anyway, like, okay, this guy's fit enough to ride a, a racing motorcycle and, and do so much. And I think like every time like I gain weight, you know, at the moment I'm about, I'm around, you know, 15 to 20 kilos heavier than I was at the time. So I was super lean back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I'm constantly struggling and dealing with feeling like, oh man, I'm just like so unhealthy and I just, I'm so fat and I just struggle. Um, Everybody else is looking at like, what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I, I mentioned earlier that I've like gone on this new diet and it's honestly like, it's this realization that, yeah, sure, you lose weight when you exercise more and eat, you know, healthier. Yeah. Like it's straightforward, but that all stems from, a mental process and a motivation to Absolutely. do it. Absolutely, yeah. And so, like, for myself, um, yeah, like, I've sort of, like, have different struggles in mental health where I go up and down, but I've just sort of realized, like, lately I've been really focusing on on just, yeah, putting my body image and, and everything else in the right place mentally. Um, and, and a big help with that is being a Christian and knowing that I have this God that's out there supporting me and, and rooting me on to, to be healthier and to mm-hmm. be a better vessel to carry his His light to the world. Um, and that's, yeah, it's brought me to a point where I'm like, oh, man, actually, I want to do something. I want to do something, like, about my body. I want to be healthier um, because I want to be a better tool for God. Um, there's a there's an amazing verse in the Bible that's super profound, even though it's so short, and it's just like, by beholding, we are changed. Mm-hmm. This is, like, the most profound verse in the Bible. It teaches us so much about mental health. Like, this was written over 2,000 years ago, yet it's, like, the secret to success in life that, like, when we behold certain things, we assimilate and become like that certain thing. So it's like if we continually behold God and behold Jesus and his love and his want for our life, then it's like, oh, I can become how God wants me to become. And that's been an awesome realization. But we'll be coming back with more news right after this. All creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing. After gleam, oh praise him, oh praise him.
was Anthem Lights with All Creatures of Our God and King here on Faith FM. We have another clue for our quiz. Let me see if I can figure it out on this one, Lawson. All right, all right. This is a what book am uh, my quiz? And what? so far I've figured out the testament, but not yep. the book. Yeah. Okay, so our last clue was, my last verse reads, I'll plant Israel in their own land, never again to be uprooted, says the Lord your God. But now we have another. We have, we have another clue right here. And this clue is, this book contains the words of a shepherd of Tekoa concerning what he saw two years before the earthquake. This is quite obscure. Mm, I, 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 as soon as you read it, I was like, yeah, I've read that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> not there yet. Definitely not there yet. So, yeah, that means the double prizes are still up for grabs. If you know any of the, if you know what this is, then call us up on 1-800-324-843 or 0491064669 and uh, you are officially smarter than Lyle if you do so. Yeah, anyway. well, hey, you know what the you know what the number is. Uh, double prize is coming your way. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, um, I did uh, I did tell you about a very very heartwarming story that I wanted to share this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the story of uh, of a, uh, a a young teenage girl who um, who married her childhood sweetheart sweetheart. So Nina Marino, nineteen years of age, married Joey Williams, twenty one years of age. Um, this was a bit of a uh, one of those happy sad occasions mm-hmm. because um, this was her childhood friend. They met at summer camp when he was eight years old, mm-hmm. and they've been best friends ever since. But uh, yeah, twelve months ago, she was diagnosed with undifferentiated sarcoma that spread to her lungs. So basically, a very nasty form of of um, cancer. Wow. Yeah. And so they've spent the last twelve months together. Uh, yeah, he hasn't really left her bedside. And doing as much as they can, you know, um, putting a bucket list together and ticking as many things off that bucket list as mm-hmm. they could. They, um, they, they've been sort of, you know, um, documenting it a lot of it on their uh, Facebook page, which was called uh, The Chronic Travelers, um, entitled Chronically Traveling, Living and Loving Our Lives Together. It's awesome. Yeah, and after seven rounds of uh, chemotherapy and brain surgery, Joey asked her to marry her, Mar- mm. marry him, I should say. Um, and, uh, of course, they were planning to have their wedding in the hospital chapel, but on the eve of the wedding, the doctors called and said, look, she might not make it through the night. Oof. Um, so um, so they, they, they gathered around the bedside and, and Nina just said, okay, let's do it. And so within hours... Um, family and friends had gathered and arrived and they transformed the ICU ward into a makeshift wedding chapel. They mm-hmm. had all of the, they had the twinkling lights and the candles and all kinds of atmosphere and, and she lay in there in her, be, in her bed with, with uh, in her wedding dress. They managed to find a photographer at the last minute. And um, yeah, just a, a really beautiful heartwarming story really. Um and uh, and and they, that was the last thing that she was able to tick off her bucket list. She did make it through the night. Mm-hmm. She actually made it for another six days. Yeah. After she passed, uh, f- uh, before she passed away, and fulfilled, um, you know, her childhood dream of of marrying her best friend. And it's kind of um, it's one of those happy, sad stories, you know. Yeah. It uh, it sort of you know it reminds us this, that, that that life is fragile mm-hmm. and precious, and we should make the most of. You know, every opportunity that we get mm. to, um, you know, to just bring joy to other people's hearts because we don't know whether we'll have them tomorrow. And uh, there's some incredibly precious people out there. Yeah. 
that um, you know, and, and it's sort of I, I read a story like that, and I wonder, you know, how many other um, young ladies, young men are there out there in a similar situation who don't get that opportunity mm. um, to, um, you know, they they pass away young and they and they're not surrounded by that level of love and support and family and friendship and um, yeah, so uh, a. Um, one of those one of those mixed stories this morning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really heavy like I've, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily got a family history, but I you know, yeah, there's been some some family members of mine affected by cancer. Um my my nan died of lung cancer and um my uncle actually um is going through it at the moment with he has lymphoma. Mm. Um and like it was that it actually got you know fair few years ago now he got rid of the lymphoma and, and life was good but now it's come back um and yeah just the struggle and the strain that it puts on people it, it's so it's heavy like yeah. it's such a heavy thing um but i think like we can we can just take you know like for myself anyway like just knowing that there there is a god out there and and it's in times like this where it's so hard to see i think it's so hard to see oh man why why is this happening how how is god in in the midst of this um but just having that realization that you know um we are living in a sinful world with with terrible consequences um and but yeah there is a god who's given us every provision to be with him in Mm, eternity mm. um and that's you know that's the beautiful thing that comes out of it is that if we accept Jesus Christ, like it's it interesting when you see these through. kinds of events happen because so often I find that you know people of faith they go through an experience like this and they come out of it you know they are broken hearted they are mm-hmm. deeply sad but their faith is in God is so much stronger than when the, the, the yeah before. wow um, and, and and then of course you have other people who look on and go well how can you have any kind of a faith in a God who would allow such a beautiful person to pass away mm. um, but the reality is that we live in a world that is polluted by sin and, and as a result of that we don't have immortality mm-hmm. and it's probably a good thing that we don't have immortality because as sinful human beings it would mean that we could you know the, 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 the possibilities of what we could accomplish for evil mm-hmm. Uh, are just phenomenal. I mean, you look at what we've accomplished in the last two hundred years, just in destroying the planet and destroying yeah, each wow. other. You know, that's just and that's just two hundred years. Imagine if you were living for a thousand years. Mm. Imagine if you were immortal. You know, and every evil person since the time of Cain was still alive today. In many ways, our mortality is a blessing that uh, for the for the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, not for each other. Yeah. You know, it's it. Let's let's be real here. It is not a blessing for each other, but for the planet, it is, mm. and for the big picture, there is a big picture that we find it very, very hard to see in these really difficult times. But it also reminds me of you know what Jesus did when he came to this earth, because Jesus suffered beyond imagination. Yeah, from his birth right through to his death, he suffered tremendously, mm-hmm. and it is sometimes hard for us to think about you know just how much suffering he went through and how much abuse he copped. Yeah. I mean, he was abused in every way it was possible to be abused. Yeah. And um, and, and, and you, you ask yourself, well, why did he need to do that? The Bible says the wages of sin is death. Yeah. End of story. The Bible doesn't say that the wages of sin is crucifixion. Mm. It says the wages of sin is death. And there are a lot nicer ways that Jesus could have died. 
Mm. There are not a lot, you know, he didn't even have to live for 33 and a half years here on this earth. Yeah. He could have just come. Five minutes later, he's died. Wages of sin is death. He's paid the penalty. Uh, We've been redeemed um, and all is good. But he lived here for 33 and a half years. He copped constant abuse for that entire time period because he knew that we would go through some really horrific times. Mm -hmm. And he knew that um, if he lived here as a human being during those difficult times, he would be in a position where he could stand right at our side, Mm. put his arm around us and say, hey, I've been here. I know exactly what you're going through. Yeah, well. You know, we don't serve a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our weakness, the Bible says, but was in all points tempted like we are. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he's able to help those that are tempted, the Bible says in in Hebrews chapter 2. And this is why Jesus suffered so much is because is, is so that he can stand here mm. and show us so much love in times of hardship. Yeah. And uh, and this is what I see here. You know, this is a uh, a young girl. She's 19 years of age. Her life has been cut short. And she's got this, this young man who has just stood by her and just shown her so much love through all of that suffering and made as many of her wishes come through as possible. And I just see Jesus shining out through that whole mm. the whole story right there. You know, this yeah. is this is um, this is the this is the kind of thing that that Jesus would do. And uh, yeah, we need to um, we need to look for opportunities to be able to, you know, make make people's you know think about what can I do today, what can I do today mm. to make somebody else's life better. And uh, yeah, that's. That's my thought for the day. I want you to think about that. And if you can come up with something uh, practical and constructive that we all can do, give us a call. You know what our number is, 1-800-324-843, and share your thoughts on what we might be able to do to make someone else's life better. This is Grego Pillay. You are the reason.
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia. We have come to the special guest interview part of the show, and I'm super excited to welcome Bruce and Camilla to the show today. Bruce is here to tell us about uh, his personal experience of dealing with uh, chronic illness, and Camilla is here to tell us about a... Uh, a chronic illness support group that uh, she's putting together with um, with Seeds. When she's going to tell us more about what Seeds is all about at at, uh, at some point. But uh, guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Bruce, I'm just going to start with you because you've got a story to tell. Um, you've obviously uh, been around for a while now, but as a young person, I understand that um, you received some bad news at one particular point. Yes, at the age of 20, I was told I had ulcerated colitis, and the only way to fix it was to operate and take all my bowel out and give me a bag on the outside. I That's was, not a very fun thing to hear about at the age of 20. No, it's not very fun. They don't do it now till you're 45, I believe. Mm. Okay, so um, you've been given this news now. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at you now. I don't see a, a, a bag on the outside anywhere. So, um, and, and you've obviously made it a few years past 20. Um, tell us, tell us about this. T- tell us the story. Share us with uh, um, where you went with this. Well, I was lucky enough to meet a man who suggested I get a second opinion, and that second opinion was to see a natural healer or homeopath. And I was, I was, I saw him. And when this chap told me to see a homeopath, I said, "What? One of those quacks?" And he said, "Good enough for the queen and queen mother. It's good enough for you to go and see one." So I did. And over a number of years, took about two years of change of diet and lifestyle, my health improved and I, the actual complaints subsided. You still have to watch what you eat, but lifestyle is, we went on the lifestyle diet and it wasn't just a, it was an everyday thing, not a lose weight thing, actually to put on weight. Mm. Yeah, and this is this is something that I really want to hone in on because it's something we promote here at Faith FM is um, you know a, a positive, healthy lifestyle, plant based diet, you know all of that kind of thing. And it's interesting, Lyle, because back then I believe research and science had not catched up yet to actually bring and oh, show yeah, evidence about how lifestyle impacts your health mm-hmm. and can prevent chronic diseases, but it can also help to manage and in some cases even reverse chronic diseases. I mean, this was something that, you know, just from my experience, it came across in the 90s and back then it was still considered to be quackery. These days it's like, yeah, well, everybody knows that. It's, um, it makes sense. Not everybody does it by a long shot, but... Um, okay, now, now, Bruce, just let me ask this question. Are you still living with ongoing health conditions? I've got a lower back pain now from wrong use of my back. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. And have you experienced aspects of health conditions, um, you know, for example, you know, stress, fatigue, tense muscles, difficult emotions, sleeping problems? What about those kind of? Yes, I've, I used to work in the mines on shift work, and it was you'd experience all those things working three shifts, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Is this why you became interested in the Living Better program, Bruce, that Seeds Newcastle is offering for the community um, of people that want to self-manage or that want to get more aware of their chronic diseases and how to improve their lives? It is. You know, I've lived 50 years this way, and it, it makes sense that the chronic is long-term, acute is immediate, mm. and most most illnesses are from a chronic cause. 
And so you're somebody who should have, if you'd have followed your doctor's advice, lived the last 50 years with a uh, with no intestines, no, no large intestines and a bag on the outside. And yet, uh, you know, we've just been sitting here having a great conversation together. You seem to be uh, just, you know, your you, you normal kind of person living a happy life. And, Bruce is uh, a good-looking dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> of course he is. Um, so this this lifestyle change has obviously made a tremendous benefit for you. Yes, it has. Have you always okay? So, so just run us through very, very briefly. The uh, what, what I want to know, want to know is um, what changes did you make to your lifestyle and diet, and have you always stayed with it? The immediate changes was no roughage, so it wouldn't upset my intestines. Mm. And after that, I went on to juice and worn a few juices out and in our time, and think more positively and be happier. This is revolutionary stuff. Fifty years ago. Possibly was. It was very ancient as well, but we seem to go in cycles, the human race. But also, you tend to fall off the wagon. The biggest thing you don't do is criticise yourself for falling off. You find some way of of positive praising yourself for being where you are. Mm -hmm. And it's much easier to come back to what you're doing. If you fall off the wagon and you criticise yourself, it just makes it an endless circle then. When you made this lifestyle change, how many times do you think you've fallen off that wagon? I've lost count of them and you keep coming back. Mm-hmm. And then you meet people like Camilla. <laughs> putting it, that makes putting you just normal, on. Bruce. And I actually think... <laughs> That's right. And I'm, glad that you're, I'm glad you're talking about this because sometimes you know, we, we, we get people who come on and they tell such inspiring stories and you just, it, it seems unattainable. It doesn't seem to be like a, a normal person. But what I appreciate about, it, about Bruce is that, you know, this is a real story. Yes. This is, this is a story that I can relate to. You know, I've, I've tried to make lifestyle changes at times and, and have made lifestyle changes and at times fallen off the wagon and, and uh, gone through that whole process of beating myself up. And I just really appreciate what you're saying about um, don't beat yourself up, just get back on again. Yes. And also, I think that having the, uh, support. Have you had support while you were on this journey? And with the times that you like fail and you keep, you know, just pick up yourself and go again, do you think community groups and community support is important? That would help, help entirely. It boils down to William W. who is quite famous and he's introduced himself as, Hi, I'm William W., an alcoholic. And he formed that society to help people get back on their feet. And keep keep going. Yep. Now, fifty years ago, you've you've gone down this path of uh, you know plant based diet and um, you know this this this, this whole um, system of, of dealing with chronic illness, um, and you know obviously had a, a tremendous benefit to you. Did you have community support back then? Was there a support group that you could go to for people that were, you know, dealing with chronic illness, people that were struggling with lifestyle change? Uh, were there other people in your area that were like, yeah, you know, we're going to have a plant-based diet, we're going to, you know, get involved with exercise and all that kind of stuff? There was a society called the Natural Health Society of Australia, and they're still in existence today. They are uh, plant based diet and also uh, relaxation and meditation and things but uh, also once if you do fall off and go back to what you used to eat you find you don't like it as much anyway mm-hmm. oh i can totally testify to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah our taste palettes are very um smart they kind of know what <laughs> yeah 
what's good stuff. Um, the great thing about living more and living better that um, it's the program that we're offering that Bruce has signed up to and he wants to encourage other people to join is that the participants, they receive support from trained leaders and other co, uh, you know, workshops participants. And um, they meet for six weeks for about two hours per week. And that's the start of a journey together. Mm. And hopefully they will make friends, they will share, because the experience that Bruce has had is very rich. And it doesn't take only a few minutes for him to share. But if people come and join together and share their experience, share their journeys, I think it's a great way to help them to succeed. So, Bruce, coming back to um, the change that you made in your lifestyle, what was your lifestyle like before you changed it? What was your diet like before that? I ate meat three times a day. Uh, I was in the Air Force. I ate huge meals and uh, I never drank a great deal of alcohol. That didn't change much. But it's just mainly meat and no vegetables. And when you made that lifestyle change, was it cold turkey or gradual? Oh, it was gradual, but the cold turkey was when I went on for the first two years after the advice of the natural person I went and saw. It went on to stuff like uh, tapioca and all that stuff, and everything that wasn't roughage for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tapioca is a Brazilian, very popular type of dish, and I didn't know that you liked that, Bruce. We have to do a cooking class and call you over to show your tricks. I might have forgotten how to cook it. Maybe my wife did all that. <laughs> did you get support from your wife when you made your lifestyle change? Very much so. We were, we were considered a bit way out by our families and that was not very supportive, but we got through. Yeah, well, hey, you're sitting here healthy and strong today and, and looking to be in, in a, a shining example of good health. So I think the... Uh I think the proof is uh, is right there in, in the way that you uh, present these days. So, um, yeah, that's just fantastic. Now, um, Camilla, you're putting this, this group together. Um, Bruce is a part of it. And the idea, I guess, is to give people support in the community who are going through these lifestyle changes. Runs for six weeks. Is that long enough for somebody who is making a lifestyle change to uh, – how long does it take to make new habits? Well, actually, research shows that if you are actually experiencing a new habit for about three weeks, that is a great start. If you can keep it up for three weeks, it's most likely that you'll make that a habit. Um, and that's why they, you know, it's it's important to have that count, uh, kind of accountability uh, for six weeks because you're basically doubling that. And uh, we have uh, great professionals. So Eunice... Castro is actually the program coordinator, and she has been trained. Um, Seeds Newcastle holds the license to provide this program. It's a Stanford University program, and so it's based on science. It's based on success rates, and it's really to help people to understand, uh, to learn more about their illness, whatever it is that they're going through. And I'll give you an example. A lot of people don't know they have a chronic illness. In Bruce's case, he was told by the doctor that he was going to have to live with something. But sometimes people, what do you reckon, Bruce? People experience a chronic pain, for example, they don't know it's chronic, right? That's right. They take it as a one every week, but it's not chronic. It's just what, how it is. Yeah, and stress, for instance. I actually, when I sat through the information session um, on this Living Better course, I thought, oh, 
I'm just going to sit here. I don't really have any chronic diseases. But I realized watching through the presentation that I probably have some chronic stress or anxiety and mm -hmm. I need to work better on it. So it's about getting the tools to work on yourself and get better at life. I think we all have chronic stress, don't we? <laughs> what it's do you a think, part Bruce? Of, it's a part of living in today's society. What's your opinion, Bruce? It's always been a part of life. Distress is a combination of two words, a disease. Disease is a combination of two words, dis-ease. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's exactly what a disease is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Absolutely. So we would like to invite the community to be part of this journey, to come together with us, Seeds Newcastle, with Eunice as a program coordinator, with Bruce and other people that are joining the program. Mm -hmm. These programs are to maximum of 16 people. Mm -hmm. So it's not a large right, group. Okay, so if you want to be a part of this, then you need to really get on the ball and, and, and call in and, and uh, make this a priority because... Okay, are you going to be running more of them though? So the plan is that we'll be running twice a year. Okay. This is the first one. And like I said, it's the first time that this program is going to be offered to the Newcastle community. And uh, we hold the license, so we're able to run twice a year. And if you are interested to know more details, I will invite you to go to the website, seedsnewcastle.com.au. And find out more about the program and join. So the first program will start um, October, the first week of October. And all the information is on our website for registration and to join. Okay, so the first, uh, what was the date on in, in October there where that actually starts? So um, date and time? What yeah. time of the day is it? So we are going to get started on October 3rd. It's a Wednesday. And we'll be meeting every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. at The Place Community Centre at Charlestown Square Mall. Okay, that's, uh, the place is called The Place. The Place, exactly. That's a, that's a unique um, the name for a place. Just call it <laughs> The Place, why not? Um, all right, so uh, all right, I'm just going to run, run that through again. And what phone number do we call? Yeah, oh, you just call us right here at Faith FM. We can pass those details on to you. That's okay. Yeah, but yeah okay. We do have a, a phone number. It's on our website. I just don't yep. know on the top of my head. Uh, you don't have the website sitting in front of you. That's okay. Um, you can call us right here. 1-800-324-843 is our number or shoot us a text on 0491-064-669 or an email on info at uh, faithfm.com.au and we can get those details for you. Um, and uh, but just running through it again, this is the uh, you, you find the information at seedsnewcastle.com.au uh, for more information about this group. Uh, starts on October the 3rd, so that's not long away. Um, there are only 16 places, so you better jump on it. That's only 32 places a year. Starts 5 30 p.m. at the place, um, the place that is called the place. Bruce, share with us um, your thoughts on, uh, on, on what message you want to put out there right now. Just come and see what it's like. It won't, it won't hurt you. It can do you a lot of good. Certainly done. Lifestyle change has certainly done you a lot of good, Bruce. It's uh, um, exciting uh, to, to, to see. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, as you say, chronic illness is a whole range of things from stress and anxiety and depression to things that cause pain to... Uh, you know things that are anything that is that anything that is long term. So if you're suffering with anything long term, then this is a um, this is somewhere now. Just Camilla, just coming back to you very quickly. We've been talking about you know plant based diet and, and diet change that kind of thing. Are we going to be looking at other aspects of lifestyle? 
definitely. We currently have exercise groups from walking, running, hiking, playing, uh, uh, playing a, a beach pedal ball. I'm just gonna start it again. So from running, walking, doing physical exercise outdoors, hiking, indoors Zumba classes. So we have a variety and a wide range mm -hmm. of sports people can choose from and support groups. We also have on the social aspect. So one thing that is really great about these programs, the community programs, is that you can get to know and meet other people as well. And I've seen people coming to this program say, I don't think I need any other new friends, but now I'm so happy I met new people. And yeah, know, you, can, you can meet Bruce there, you can meet Camilla there. Um, and for those of you who might not know, Bruce is a part of the uh, medieval society, which I find really interesting because I just love medieval history. And I know you would. You two would kick in. We, we, we nearly got started on talking about this before you got here, Camilla. When you know, before the show was 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 started, and uh, yeah, we would have been talking for a while if we'd have stayed on the whole uh, medieval theme. But um, yeah, fantastic. Okay, so yeah, meet people, get support, and change your lifestyle, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here on Faith FM today. It' a uh, special privilege to have you on, and uh, all the best with your program. And we hope that it goes well. Thank you for having us. Lord, I come, I confess Bowing here, I find my rest Without you, I fall apart You're the one That guides my heart Lord, I need you Oh, I need you Every hour I need you My one defense My righteousness Oh God
righteousness, oh God, how I need you. From Pompeii, Jerusalem, the Dead Sea, and Egypt, amazing discoveries is coming to Bularu. Take a trip through history to uncover what happened in the past, how it affects the present, and what it can tell us about the future. Through archaeology and the Bible, join us on this journey of amazing discoveries. Beginning 6.30pm, September 28 at the Bularu Adventist Church, this free community series is one you will not want to miss. See Faith FM's Facebook for more information or call Grego on 0435 077 752. Heard his music on the radio before. Oh, Holy Spirit, guide my heart, I pray. His song, Never Let Go, was featured on Rima's Ozday Countdown. I will never let go. Grego Pillay is an accomplished musician and gospel singer, and he is holding a charity concert right here in the Newcastle region. Free entry, but an offering will be collected for those affected by the drought. Come along to the Bulleroo Adventist Church at 6pm September 26. For inquiries, call 0435-077-752. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.